found us in an odd moment. We're in an odd time right now. Dear viewer. <laughs> dear listener, you have found us in an odd moment where we must kill some time. Because <laughs> we've just had one little shindig, one little little party time, one little online get together. Online, get together. Get together away from each other. As is the style of the time. Mm. You know, a nice little a video call with a Friends. with online game. Yeah. And now we wait for a <laughs> for a new friend to arrive. A friend who could not make it. A friend who could not make it to the online meeting, so decided that he would travel with his boss to to Bristol. <laughs> from far away and arrive in several hours time so we decided to use the downtime in between his announcement i shall be with you around 1 30 a.m and <laughs> and the end of our last shindig to record a podcast for you aren't you lucky a lucky lucky bunch we watched the episode we, we did we put it in our minds we tried to understand what happened yeah this is earlier today we've had a little gap so we, we apologize for not necessarily being the clearest of everything we are usually way off on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on what's going on in the episode but even while i was watching this one i felt myself being bored and not paying attention as much as i normally would yeah i you know what i'm not gonna blame the episode i no, the episode was fine i was just distracted the, i had a lot going on today. you know what episode was good episode was was decent yeah, it wasn't... I think what it was is that it was, like... It was slightly better than the normal Goosebumps episode, so it just felt samey. Like, like I was like, oh, I know this bit. This is done. I know what's going to happen here. And then that what I expected to happen happened. Yeah, it, was, it was like... It was like we turned on a normal standard television. It was like we yeah. had just put the telly on and this was just something that was happening. Unremarkable. It was a Sunday afternoon film, kind of, Goosebumps episode. Yeah, although it did, for me at least, capture sort of an essence of something that I think has been missing since the very first episode. Like the Carly Beth one? Yeah. Iconic monster. This one and the mask I knew were going to be in it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a, the, the antagonist of this, episode 10, Night of the Living Dummy 2... They just they just start with that. I made clear in my in the last episode my feelings about this. I didn't know these two were back to back because yeah. I knew <laughs> I knew there was there was another one that was a a sequel coming up. They've, it's another time where they've given me the squeakquel before they've given me the original. And that's not us being dumb, by the way. When the green text giving you the episode title comes up at the beginning, it is called Night of the Living Dummy, like Roman numerals two. So you know. It's E. <laughs> <laughs> Light of the Living Dummy. E. <laughs> what thing am I thinking of? Yee. Yee is what I I didn't remember any of the music, but then Dinosaur going... Yee, I don't remember. <laughs> yee, <laughs> the weirdly human face dinosaur. He goes, yee. <laughs> but yeah, no, they just they make no attempt to fool us. They make no attempt to pretend this isn't the second one. And the insane thing is, the book wasn't even called Night of the Living Mummy Two. What do you mean? It was called Return of the Living Mummy. Uh, Return oh. of the Living Dummy. 
But the last episode of Goosebumps is called Return of the Mummy, so presumably it just would have been difficult to... God, I hate the writing team for this show. Go for that. I hate the writing team for this show, and also, additionally, I hate R.L. Stine. That felt bad to say. You can't hate someone. Well, no, because, like, he... R.L. Stein wrote books in order. There was a Night of the Living Dummy one that he, like, Then wrote. he sold out to these... What's a less strong word than terrorists? <laughs> I think terrorists <laughs> is correct. No, no. He sold out to these cretins. That's the next step down, yeah. <laughs> wow. You... Are you a cretin? Are you a terrorist? Actually, you know what? This one is not bad like the last one. It has a... It has a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah, this one had a very followable plot. Predictable, almost. Yeah, it seems like a move only there to create parity between the book series and the show. Which is fair enough, because I think this is a direct... Did they assume when making this show that its main audience would have been kids that already liked the book? I can't answer that question. I didn't work on the show. But I'd imagine so, because it was incredibly popular as a book series... Before it became the TV show. Okay, so that's allowed then. But if they if they made this show like, oh, we're going to branch out to the TV audience, different kids, different audience, then this is unforgivable. Yeah, but also they're like young kids. I can under like they're not the kind of people necessarily who are archiving stuff and need that kind of parity. Oh, I don't know. Kids get real obsessive about whatever their thing is. I'm sure I must have had some obsession at that kind of age, at the goosebumps age. I don't know what that age <laughs> is. What is the demographic for Goosebumps? I don't know. Slightly older than seven or eight, probably. I mean, that's that's a question. Is having like a weird obsession with something like a natural human child trait, yeah. or is it like local to our society? Oh God, I don't know. That's a huge question. It is a huge I am question. I'm product of my culture. I have no idea if they're undiscovered tribe somewhere whose kids are really into like one type of gecko. Yeah. Yeah, I hope I've introduced you to an interesting idea, if not any kind of answer or satisfactory conclusion. I really like geckos. I think Tangled did it to me. You know, Pascal and Tangled? No. He's a chameleon, and he licks. Like, to, in order to wake someone up, he tries all the normal stuff, and it doesn't work. So then he gets a grumpy-looking face, and he sits on this guy's shoulder, and he just meh into his ear. And from that moment on, geckos, good. Weird. I, I remember when I was a... When I was a tiny little little baby boy, my 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 mum would wake me up. Uh, me and my brother used to share a room, and my and my mum would come in and give us little kisses on the forehead until we until oh. we awoke. Oh, that's very cute. And then eventually she got bored and she'd start doing like other stuff. Yeah. Singing at seven a.m. to get up to school. <laughs> that's still really or, like, cute. Banging pots together or whatever. Like, Whenever it was my job to wake up my little sister. I went in and just pinched her earlobe really hard. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why be so mean? Because she, I think whenever she woke up, she never quite got that that's what I've been doing. So I was like, oh, she doesn't doesn't hurt her. She doesn't feel it. But I get to I get to you be get... satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I get to have all of the like tactile sensation of hurting somebody without them caring. Not somebody, my baby sister. Fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I get to exert my dominance without repercussion. Yes, that was fully what it is, yeah. I see. Anyway, we should probably... It's been like 10 minutes. Oh, we're so bad at this. We should probably get on with the show. We should probably be the show. We join the Kramer family in their living room. Right. So, yeah. (laughs) Immediately you have issues. (laughs) Yeah. Immediately I do have issues with the show. This family are 
weird with a capital W. I don't know if they're supposed to be. I find it incredibly odd. They're supposed to be incredibly on. odd. Are they? Yeah. Is that they the... put on a family show and tell and also additionally a family open mic night. I think that's really weird. I think that's really, really odd, but I have n- like I cannot say that I'm reading in the text even, that that's meant to be unusual. Even if that was normal, the parents getting involved in the open mic night is super weird. Like I used to put on shows for my family all the time as a kid. I was just that kind of child. But the adults never get involved. It's for the children to do. I used to put on productions and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's... Yeah, the show and tell is an unusual one. Yeah. But, like, yeah, kids performing stuff is very That's normal. normal. Dad whipping out a guitar and being like, sing along, kids. Weird. And badly. Anyway, we'll come to that later. What I'll say is the parents are definitely very involved in Way making involved. sure their kids are mentally stimulated they're way too involved it's weird they should leave them alone <laughs> <laughs> so we we joined the Kramer family in their living room it's we're back we're not in egypt anymore this is <laughs> suburbia yeah somewhere and it's the typical american family setup we've got mum we got dad mr and mrs Kramer, and their three children amy sarah and jed jed Christ. jed if the girls who were playing the girls are not actually related, then that is some A-plus casting, because they looked the same. I don't think any of them are actually related, any of those That's families. That's wild. But they look very, very similar. They do. They look like a family. Yeah. So, With yeah. the exception of maybe the dad, who, I don't know why, but just gave me different vibes. He gave me different vibes, because dad is Richard Fitzpatrick, who is sort of a B-list actor in feature films. So you might recognise him from, like, Boondock Saints or Goodwill Hunting. Good, who's he in Goodwill Hunting? Some guys called like Timmy or something, oh. but he's he's like Bad has speaking character. he has like ongoing speaking roles in various films, in a lot of Hallmark stuff as well. Uh, okay. So you probably have seen Dad that somewhere. Might be why. Yeah. That that was what struck me as odd about Dad is that I I recognised him as an actor. Yeah, okay. That Yeah, that's unusual for Goosebumps. Our main character is Amy. Amy is the middle child. She's the classic middle child because her thing at show and tell that the family's running at the start is a, is a dummy. Is a, a she does ventriloquist. She... Ventriloquy? Ventriloquism. Ventriloquism. She's Ventriloquy a, sounded right. No, I'm confused now. She is a ventriloquist yes. with a dummy. I, f- I actually forget what, Dennis. what the oldest oh. daughter did at show and tell. Like sing or something? I don't remember. No, she was showing something. What was she showing? Because this was... We open up with the eldest sister, Sarah, Doing showing something. completely something. unremarkable. I don't remember what it was. It was something really boring. Yeah, it was like a hair clip or whatever. Yeah, all similar. Then we have Jed, and Jed's gone around with a video camera and oh secretly <laughs> filmed his family doing compromising things. And that Jed grew up to be Harry Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Jed, oh, he's filmed his, his mum breaking her diet, his dad trying on a wig, yes. and our main character, Amy, trying on her older sister's jumper, which is a, apparently a big no-no. Yeah, you don't do that without asking. Also, Amy, the old, whatever the old sister was called, uh, like 
posing uh, in Amy's the mirror. The, Amy's our main character, Sarah or is the Sarah other Sarah posing in the mirror very normally. And everyone's like laughing at her and it was like yeah, that humiliating, was really but it was, it was super normal. She was barely moving. I think what it is is that Sarah had decided to put on quite glamorous makeup. She and good. was She's yeah, good she, she looked good and was kind of like like making kind of like faces at herself. She was yeah. you know, trying to feel. She was feeling nice and her family crushed her for it. it. I think I think it was like funny because teenager not mm. being modest is bad. Yeah, teenage girls ha, are not ha, allowed ha. to like anything. It's so sad. What would church say about this? Yeah. Yeah. So he's done that weird video, which is just uncomfortable because oh, it's, it's, it's not it's not funny thing. like. He gets in trouble for for having borrowed what they call it camcorder the yeah what would now be a phone. It's it's almost like <laughs> like a deadlock. Like everyone's done something bad in the video, so nobody mentions it. Yeah. Oh, you know what Sarah's done? Sarah's done a really really good painting of the house. Oh. An almost photorealistic painting. Of yeah, the house. that was a good painting. I didn't realize that's what she was showing at the start. Yeah, I assume they just had a painting, but no, she's painted it. It's really good. Good job. It so was good. It was good. 10 I'll out of 10. That. Yeah. Nice Beat. one. Then we come to Amy. Amy, the cursed child of the family. Amy, the one who has a cursed doll named Dennis and does <laughs> ventriloquism in front of them. Ventriloquy is definitely right. I don't know what ventriloquism comes from. She's a ventriloquist and she... <laughs> She this is tries be a to, hard word to avoid in this she, episode. <laughs> she tries to do a little a little act. Yeah. And after the second joke, Dennis's head falls off, <laughs> explodes from his body. Yeah. I don't know how, presumably she accidentally punched him or something. <laughs> and everybody laughs, like, ha ha ha, what a bad ventriloquist <laughs> you are, <laughs> daughter. But she's immediately like, oh, you said you were going to get me a new one. What a spoiled, like, child is getting, like, big, expensive puppets all the time. Yeah, she says it almost like she is a professional <laughs> dealing with a manager. Like, I can't work with these inferior tools yeah. you are giving me. <laughs> I'm an artist and you've got to let me fly. <laughs> Give me my wings. <laughs> no. And then dad is like, you're right. <laughs> Like, Somehow she gets away with this. It's not even that she gets away with it. It's that Dad knew it was going to play out exactly like this because he's planned a surprise. It's like, as oh, soon yeah. as my daughter blows up at me for not getting her a new <laughs> ventriloquist dummy, I shall reveal <laughs> that I got a cursed one from a second-hand store near my office. <laughs> His name is Slappy. <laughs> Why? This is not... It's not addressed the rest of the episode. Why is he called Slappy and why does he not slap people? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm not, I didn't write this. I didn't direct this. I'm not an actor. Unfortunately I can for you, only you did it. bring it to me though, so you have to deal with my questions. <laughs> this is the ginger puppet that everyone will recognise from yeah, this vaguely is... knowing about Goosebumps. I've never, ever understood this, because even in the Jack Black films that come way, way later on in the late 2010s, well, I think one of them came out, like, last year or something, like a Goosebumps reboot, the primary antagonist is Slappy the Dummy, (laughs) and he's, like, a fan favourite, and I don't get it. I guess it's just the right amount of dumb and unique. Like, there aren't loads... I mean, there are a few of, like, 
cursed dolls and stuff, Chucky and things, came, came to mind when we were watching this. But he's got a little bit of personality, I guess. Like, the puppet angle is kind of new. Yeah. Cursed ventriloquist dummy is kind of well-trodden ground, yeah. but Slappy, Slappy is that done well. Like, they've done a good job with Slappy. Mm. Slappy looks weird. He's got a very expressive face. Yeah, yeah. He's got sort of the red hair and green eyes, which... I mean that shouldn't really add to his character, but it does. It does make him fairly distinctive for a for a ventriloquist puppet. Yeah, like all of his eyes and uh, eyebrows move independently, which does give. Yeah, him he's a, a high quality puppet. Yeah, like good job production team. That that was really good. Yeah, proud of you. Why do you call it Slappy? Because that's just a normal name that you would give. Uh, <laughs> a <laughs> what would you normally call? A ventriloquist army slap. Well, you you would, I guess, yeah. The slaps. Because then you'd have a whole bit of like, stop slapping me, slappy, like swiping, oh swiping in Dora. Anyway, she he gets he the puppet. Amy, I'm talking. Oh, Amy reads some curses. Was it Amy? Yeah, Amy feels right. Sarah's the puppet one. Amy, and then they've got like Roger or Jed or whatever. And then Amy picks up Slappy, and she's like, "Oh my god, Dad! Oh my god, look at him! He's so good! (laughs) I love him!" Yeah. Dennis was a shit. Dennis was rubbish compared to Slappy. I liked Dennis. He was non-threatening. He's got a card. He's got a a card on him. I don't want it. He's got a card in his top pocket and it's got like stuff on it. It's got like Latin on it. It has a magic phrase on it. I can't remember the phrase. It's like Anno Domini Meridian Konami. It's like Uma Luma Kaji Fuma. It doesn't really matter what it is, but she says the magic words. Karu Mari Odonna Lomu... Loma Malonu Karano. Yes. She says that out loud. If we get attacked by a dummy now. And we get a zoom in of the dummy's face. And he gives a little cheeky wink. He's like, and it's like, his eyeballs move. I'm alive (laughs) now, maybe. Anyway, he goes back in the, uh, in the chest. And that's the end of that scene. Yeah, it's important to know he comes in a bag that has Slappy written on it. Like a big box. It's a box. It's a big, like, old box. You know that you know that one suitcase you've got in the house that's like dusty and gross and it's been there for your entire life. It's that suitcase it's in. Yeah, it's a travelling case. A trunk. Absolutely he lives in a trunk. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Trunk. (laughs) I'd love to like move this along, but I don't remember what happened next. Basically what happens next is it's night (laughs) time. It's spooky time night time. And everyone has gone to to their to their beds. Yeah. Amy is in her bed playing with a brand new doll, and she's happy. She expresses joy. And then, and the big sister comes and is real weird, right? And the sister's like, "Keep out of my room, nerd! I saw you on that video. <laughs> Don't yeah. try on my my sweaters." And then she's like, "Go to bed, like a weird mother. Why is she trying to mother me? Stop it." Go to bed now. I don't like you, and also please be asleep. <laughs> yeah. Closes the door. Amy, like a like a good daughter and sister and <laughs> sister daughter, complies and says, "Okay, I'm going to bed." But first, let me put my dummies together on this long bench I have in my room. That's the thing. She's got this little this little bench mm. in her room, but it's like just the wrong length that it looks <laughs> like a wide chair. <laughs> yeah. And it's why I don't understand why it's like regular wood. Like it looks like an outdoor bench, and it's in her bedroom along her, like all her soft 
plushy things. I kind of get that. I feel like I've seen that style happen in people's rooms. I like, don't like it. Like a bench with stuffed animals sat on does feel fairly normal as a stylistic kind of like room choice. I haven't seen that and I don't trust it. And also she's not putting soft animals on it. She's putting... Gr- like this the dummy is the same size as her and yeah, she's the dummy's, laying it. The dummy's head is the same size as um, Amy's, Amy's head. head. Yeah. And she lays the two of them on there, Dennis and Slappy. So, yeah, Dennis and Slappy are sat on either side of the wide chair. Mm. To be honest, the wide chair only strikes that to me because if you go into an NHS hospital in this country, <laughs> there is at least one chair in every waiting room, which is the the double wide chair. Mm. And you'll always see, like, two young children sitting on it at once. It's, yeah. a, very, it's a funny occurrence. <laughs> Yeah, and the two dummies are sitting on the wide long chair, and then she goes one, to goes, bed. one goes bonk. One goes bonk. She turns off the light, and one goes bonk. Yeah. Do you know which one she's goes like, bonk? She's like, yo, Dennis. Dennis goes bye-bye. He goes bye-bye. He's on the floor now. He goes, oh, he takes a little fall. Takes a tumble. And she's like, Dennis, stop messing around. It's like, wow, that was really weird how that Go fell down. Go to sleep. Puts them both back on the thing. And and Slappy's giving him the side eye the whole time. <laughs> yeah, Sla- Slappy keeps looking around, making little eyebrow, eyebrow wiggles. Yeah, he clearly yoked Dennis off the bench. Yes, that is, that is what we are to take from this. This is yeah. our first indication that Slappy can move around. And also that he is no good. Also, there's like a magic spell next to him. That's always a, that's always a big no-no when it comes to cursed dolls you find in second-hand shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find a, a cursed object at a second-hand shop, do not read out the spell that comes next to it. Yeah, look at the spell, internalise it, appreciate it. You might need it, it later. And then just like, uh, you know what, write it down somewhere else, rip up the original in case that's got some bad juju That on sometimes it. releases the spell. Okay, put it somewhere safe. Yeah, Keep it on bury it. Maybe, you know what, you've definitely got an extra pocket in your wallet or purse, <laughs> just keep it in there. Mm-hmm. I've got all sort. I've got reams of old receipts and cursed items in my in my wallet I just to make you. sure. <laughs> so Amy goes to sleep. We then see a paintbrush hovering over the front of the camera as it goes around, implying that somebody's holding a paintbrush. Yeah, it's like a point of view shot. Yeah, with a paintbrush kind of like wandering around until they find a painting. Sarah's painting. Dun, dun, dun. And they deface it <laughs> in the most boring way possible it's really funny it's like he was trying to help and just just bad he just did a bad job because he just draws little stick men he draws he draws like a, a happy stick family on it like it's a child's painting not, not just any happy stick family. he draws his new kramer family yeah it's just in front of the kramer house yeah it's a very sweet addition really she should do it with her painting, but she doesn't. She gets angry. It's a weird cry for help. It's a weird appreciation. It's a really weird move for it's the It's like puppeteer. when Hitler tried to get into art school. He's like, man, I just want to be appreciated for my creativity and my talent. And then they said no, so he just you know, destroyed everything. You're right. That's exactly why he <laughs> why he did all that he did. It's the, the morning time. The painting is the There's face. screaming. There's fire. <laughs> Sarah is not impressed. Not she's happy. not happy she does not like the new additions <laughs> of the painting the red family she's very close-minded red family yeah so she's mom, like dad and Jed show up. she's like 
Amy, you rat, why did you do this? And then Jed's like, man, even I wouldn't try and get away with this. Yeah, to be fair, Amy does show up literally red-handed. <laughs> she's got all paint on her hands and she's holding, she's holding a paintbrush. paintbrush. Yeah. And she's like, hey, what's going on, guys? Sleepy, not quite understanding what's going on. Mm. They don't like her. No. They're like, boo. No, <laughs> boo, you smell. No. Stinky time. We don't like you. <laughs> yeah. Apart, actually, you know what? Mum Mom and Dad act fairly reasonably. They're like, this is odd. If my daughter has done this, this is a weird cry for help. Yeah. The, I think like, these parents are, mm-hmm. are very apt to... Apt, apt feels like the wrong word. Very into, like, really, really, really trying to be good parents. Like, they are overthinking every single petty crime. Yeah, everything that everything that they do seems to beg the attention of a professional of some sort. Yes. Like, hmm, what would a child psychologist do for this? Yeah. Hmm, we should get you in therapy. Yeah, they're already thinking about therapy. They're like, this is, you've done something really odd here. She's like, I didn't do it at all. It was the puppet, which is, you know, that's not She doesn't happen. say that. She's like, I don't know why. Because she's not till later. She goes back into her room oh, yeah, and yeah, finds yeah. Slappy red-handed. Yeah, Slappy also has paint, paint all, all up his hands. Him. Yeah, like a criminal. And then it's time to go to school or whatever. Yeah, she goes to school. We don't see that. She has no friends. No, uh, she does. Their friends come home with her. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. So she's got a friend Margot around. Yeah, Margot and Margot's and little sister. Margot's little sister, and they're you know chilling. I feel like we missed something here, but it was. They were coloring in a poster to save the rainforest, and they were using Sarah's pens to do so. And Margot was like, "Yo, why am I always babysitting? I hate being the middle child." And Amy was like, "Tell me about it." The older ones can do whatever they want and the younger ones get away with anything. And we're stuck in the middle, being hated by everyone. And Mom's like, yeah. And then Sarah comes running in like, yo, don't take my pens, you cretin, you terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like this you. holds up the, the, the pack of Crayola and says, this, this is terrorism. <laughs> <laughs> you are ruining my life. And then but they have Ma- to stop making the poster. Yeah. Oh, and Margot's little sister is like exploring her room this whole yeah. time. Margot's little sister finds Slappy. Yeah. And our, our good friend, Amy, is not quite aware of what Slappy's like capable of yet. No. So, she picks up Slappy, puts Slappy on her, on her hand, mm. pretends to talk as Slappy, but some of the stuff that slappy says isn't stuff that she's saying for slappy no it's just slappy Slappy talks of his own accord and then he pulls a really spooky move just grabbing margot's little sister's finger and not letting go what was his game plan he's just menacing (laughs) what i'm gonna use that as my game plan more after like what what are you up to Gemma? i'm being menacing (laughs) (laughs) he's a 'er (laughs) ne'er-do-well yeah which of course brings well, incenses Margot. She's like, yeah, it's being so weird, Amy. And then an, an adult, I don't know who it is, comes running in and they're like, what Mom, are you Mom doing? Shows up. And she's like, stop grabbing tiny Margot. That's weird. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Margot's like, like that friendship over. I'm never speaking to you again. I never want to, to speak again. to you again, yeah. Anyway, Amy is not happy with no. Slappy. No, 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 no. She's sad with Slappy. <laughs> She is upset with Slappy for grabbing her friend's sister in a really weird way. Yeah, but still puts on a show with him anyway. Next, we see Dad oh. doing a little cowboy song. Oh. It was Wheels on the Bus, wasn't it? 
Was it? It was something we know. Oh, he's he's dressed as a cowboy. Yeah, he is dressed as a cowboy, but he's doing a nursery rhyme. And it's done badly, really, very poorly. He's doing a terrible, awful nursery rhyme. He's got he's got spurs. He's got a cowboy hat. He's mm. got a he's got his knee up on guitar. the on the table or whatever. Oof. And the whole family seems to love it. We're all sing along, clapping. It's crazy what you can indoctrinate children into. Because I feel yeah. like if I saw my, one of my parents pick up a Spanish guitar I can and picture play your dad a song, doing this. dad sings his little, gives us a little ditty. Uh, for for your purposes at home, he's singing Dolly Parton's Nine to Five. He's definitely not. It's way. I think it would be that. way funner if he was though. And the family's loving it. Sarah's got like pom poms and is is like cheering him on. And it's over. It's a fool's game. <laughs> <laughs> and they never give you credit. I don't remember the words in the right order, but I know these are all words in it. It's enough to drive you crazy if you let it. You didn't join in. Didn't want to. Your boyfriend. You're not so, like dad. You know what? We here at Goose Thump support Dolly Parton in her endeavours. Yeah, she's like a top woman. She's done a lot of good stuff. Her music's like banging. All right. Absolutely banging. Have you seen Dumplin'? No. This no. episode of the Goose Thump is brought to you by Dumplin', the Netflix original show. Jennifer Aniston in it and, and that amazing younger actress that I don't remember the name of. Just incredible. I didn't I I watched I put it on expecting to hate watch it and I loved every second. Good. I'm glad to be honest, I don't really know much about the works of Dolly Parton entertainment wise. I just mm. know that she's a very philanthropic. 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 She's a philanthropic <laughs> entity and I like a lot of what she does. Yeah, she's doing a lot of good work. As well as being well, releasing some great songs, so you know what, if, if, if her songs are good too, that's just gravy as well. Then. So. Yeah. What was this about? Oh, Dad. Dad was singing and we were yeah, all anyway, clapping. Yeah, dad, 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 dad finishes up. Thank God. And sits down. After and, way too long in a kid's show. Well, I mean, like, I presume it was part of his contract. He was, he was trying <laughs> to launch a music... Like Jeremy Renner was trying to launch a music career. Have you not heard of... Have you not seen this? No. You What's know, he up to? You know, you know Jeremy Rayner. Yeah. The worst Avenger. Excuse you. But yeah. Excuse you. Hawkeye is terrible. Captain America is by far the most annoying Avenger. Oh, I didn't say most annoying. I said worst. Like he's Captain the... America is the worst okay. Avenger. Let me reword. Hawkeye, the least effective Avenger in the universe. <laughs> Played by actor Jeremy Rayner. Yeah. Who is the Hawkeye of Hollywood actors? No, I like him because he used to be a makeup artist. So when the women, when the women actresses get makeup questions, he answers them. <laughs> I love it because you don't get you like in interviews and stuff. Women actresses get way fewer of the cooler questions. They get questions that are like outright sexist or about being a woman, and they are boring questions. <laughs> So he answers the makeup questions, and I just love him for that. I think that is good. Mm. But I what is he up to with the music career? What? It's a stipulation. If you want Jeremy Renner on like a talk show or something, that he has to perform because he's trying to launch oh, a music career. No. Oh, I didn't know that. No, he is, and like he's uh, he's fine. He's all My right. My God, I stumbled across quite the TikTok the other day. Oh no. Tom Felton. 
of Draco Malfoy fame. Oh, right. He's a musician on TikTok. Dear God. I don't... Right, so whatever song it was that I stumbled across him doing did not suit his voice in the slightest. It was uncomfortable to watch. One of the comments said, why is Tom Felton becoming Nicolas Cage? It was so sad to witness. But then I I looked at some of his other videos and actually his voice is really good and like suited other songs, but he tried to do like too popular song or whatever it was. And it just had really, really sad energy. You know know who else who I've recently realised has a music career on the side? No, I I can't remember the actor's name, but you know Five from Umbrella Academy? You've seen one episode. Which, give me his vibe as number... The kid who is an adult trapped in a <laughs> little little posh boy. Yeah, 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 I like him. Him, yeah. The one of the best. You know what? I'm gonna. This is my hill I will die on. I appreciate that everyone who loves Umbrella Academy is here for Klaus. Robert Sheehan. Yeah, yeah. I, I get the it. The hot one. I understand. Isn't he like hot and bi and everyone likes that? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves. And a goth. Yeah. Everyone loves Robert Sheehan. Everybody loves Klaus. Yeah. Everybody loves Klaus and Ben's relationship. Everybody loves Robert Sheehan. But you know what? Robert Sheehan had misfits. Yeah. He did that. I... This is... Here it is. Five. Five is the best part of that show. Okay. He's he's doing a music career. He does. He also... He's like 12. He's 16 and he's okay. used whatever influence he had to like release songs. Gerard Way. They're fine. They're Listen whatever. to them because you you simp for five. <laughs> Not because I simp, you but simp for five. I was super curious. Dad steps down. Amy steps up yeah. with her brand new puppet, Slappy, and does a better routine than with Dennis. I will give her that. Yeah, she does do a better routine. She's no Nina Conti, but she can she can she can do some funnies. She's not actually doing a ventriloquist act anymore. Exactly. She's, a double act now. It's a double act. Your, your boy Slappy. He's alive. He's alive. He is cursed. He has his own voice. The voice is a, like a bloke's voice separate to hers. Mm. Oh my god. Our midnight friend is here. Oh my god. We're getting a guest. <laughs> Hi gang. It's been a while since we stopped recording for the last part. We're back. It's even later now. Our friend who was coming to visit us <laughs> arrived. He showed up. How are we? Hello. Introduce yourself to I'm, the people. I'm, I'm George, and I've just travelled two hours. Very little notice. In fact, it was a very impulse decision. <laughs> Got an Uber down, and now I'm here. Yes, you so, are. So, <laughs> George, how... Could you elaborate on how you actually ended up <laughs> so, in, in our home? <laughs> in your dwelling. Um, I was having dinner with the good old new boss and uh, I mentioned that I missed out on a Zoom call with you guys and I said that you guys were in Bristol and he said, right, let's go to Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> and here I am. <laughs> In Bristol. I wish there was more to it than There that. is nothing more to it. That is the story. How bourgeois. <laughs> in my in my gut it doesn't sit quite right, but also thank you for coming. It's a pleasure. <laughs> it's it's my absolute pleasure. It's very nice to see you. Good. 
to see you two. Anyway, we're actually joined by somebody who listens to the show this time. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm an avid listener. <laughs> you may remember George from the first feedback section ever. His wonderful <laughs> feedback of, listen to it. <laughs> I shared it. I promoted it. Yes, when we are eternally grateful. Everyone listening, please... Copy George's wonderful example, and you too may end yeah. up on the show. I, I got about three likes convince, on that post. <laughs> if you can convince your boss to uh, <laughs> to drive you out, or fly a couple you. of miles, <laughs> if you if you're listening in Rio de Janeiro or whatever. Get your boss to fly you it to England. It did feel like that. It felt like, you know, one of those times it was like, let's go to Paris. Okay, <laughs> let's go to Paris. You're We're just going to get the train. You're on a romantic getaway with your new boss. <laughs> and you've come to see us instead. Honestly, yeah. we, were, we were... I have fully, priorities. <laughs> we here were fully expecting for you to show up with a with a partner yeah, and ask us if... Nah, he's got friends of his own. <laughs> If you could marry them. <laughs> Oliver was going to set up a whole thing and get ordained on the internet so he could marry you. Frankly, I thought this was going to be the first goose thump wedding, oh, but unfortunately... The first goose thump wedding. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Turns oh, out we're just going so to have a sorry to disappoint. Anywho. <laughs> in between George showing up and the re-recording of this episode... Mm. We re-watched the episode Night of the Living Dummy 2. Yeah. And I'd like to hear from you, George, what you thought of everything up to the scene involving... Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton, yeah. The the father singing uh, <laughs> Nursery Rhymes It's Kids with a guitar. So... Because but... you picked up a lot of stuff that we did not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I might have already forgotten all of that stuff, but my first impression <laughs> of this family, they're, they're not an actual family, I don't think. I have a theory. You, you have a theory that they might be, say, I think, actors? I th- <laughs> pretending to be a family? Well, that's what adoption is, isn't it? That's what a foster home <laughs> Come on, adoptive parents are I think parents. it's a foster home. I genuinely think that. And in, or- in order Ooh. to form development of these kids yeah. they're like every day we're going to sit down and we're going to go through your skills they are weirdly into they sort are... of psychotherapy and stuff exactly that's not the right word but I, don't, we know what yeah. I don't i don't dislike that i don't really. dislike yeah. that. i think they're a foster home and it's just Why not alluded they? to because they've got 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> They don't have the time to go into the backstory. You reckon there was a whole B plot where we found the relationship between Sarah, Amy, and Jed, which is the name of the three children, was that not that of blood siblings, but those of people who had been adopted by the same exactly. parents and had to get together. Sarah and Amy look far too much alike. You can get foster siblings in the same household. Actually, it's preferable. Yeah, yeah. But that boy is—he's—he's he's not their brother. You reckon, I'm sorry. You That's Sarah a stepbrother. And Amy. That is oh. a stepbrother <laughs> dynamic. You had a porno in the opening. <laughs> yeah, that was our our boy George here did um creative music technology. I thought you were going to say porn. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, if we're going to open that can of worms, it's not going to be George that comes out looking weird. Uh, our, our, our boy George here 
Boy George. Our boy George <laughs> did do creative music technology and pointed out to us that the music playing over Jed's video montage of his family's shortcomings <laughs> is it's a it's porn music is a that's... porno music version of the Goosebumps yeah. theme. So it's tune. not even just like it's mm. weird incest <laughs> family porn. It's incest, but Goosebumps Goosebumps themed incest yeah. porn. So they've got all of the motifs <laughs> and they've moved it into this like sexy slow jazz <laughs> sort of. And by they you mean Jed, the little boy. <laughs> he has sat down. <laughs> Not, not to, not to question your your expertise here. Is it slow jazz or is it more it's like not a slow bass no, thumping kind of? He's got a retro beat in there, and he's yeah. I can't remember it exactly, but it's it's slow enough to give you the expectation that something's going to happen. It's yeah. poor music, yeah. Works. And nothing does happen. I'm sure oh, if we watched you... more, something would have happened. And so then she gets the dummy, and which is surprisingly less freakish than the other dummy. Really? I think. It's got a sort of suave look. <laughs> Were you a little bit attracted to the dummy? Suave. I think I was. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're making assessments of the dummy that are... Um, it's a bit of dummy. She liked the dummy better. And I, I'm not saying that means anything, but... She's I, a ventriloquist, I guess. Exactly. She she, she knows these things. Like, so, one dummy's better than the other. She likes this dummy. And then what happens? Uh, <clears throat> then she goes to bed and starts talking to her She goes to, her goes to bed in her clothes. No, it, it, we cut to later on. She's getting ready for bed and she's having a look at her new doll... Mm. And decides to put the doll on a wide chair with her <laughs> other doll. So it's Dennis and Slappy what, sat on a bench. What weirded me out, and I think this is purely because they didn't have the time to build it up. She literally lies down in bed, gets up, and then goes <laughs> and sees that the other doll's been knocked off the chair. She heard it. Laugh. That wasn't her getting up. I didn't. Uh, I didn't hear the noise. It wasn't no, I properly d- I sound produced. I'm saying. I'm sorry. That wasn't obvious enough. They didn't. They didn't create that suspense. Is, is my point. They breezed no, through it. She it was, was literally quick. told, "You're going to get in the bed, then get out, and then go to the dolls." <laughs> That's it. Her head hits the pillow at the same minute. Exactly. Mm. Dennis hits the floor. You are. You're yeah. correct. <laughs> that is. That is true. Oh, Dennis. Oh Dennis! Oh no! And she doesn't make anything of it. She doesn't make the f- anything of the fact that this doll has fallen off a very wide chair. <laughs> the puppets fall off stuff all the time. Have you ever handled a puppet? They're they're mess. <laughs> they're slippery. <laughs> not, no, they're no, slippery characters. They are balanced puppets. in the wrong places. So like, the human center of gravity is like belly That's button, true. right? Their heads are their heavy. Heads are heavy their, no. arm, their hands and legs are heavy, but nothing else. She puts it back up and then goes right back to sleep. She's not bothered by this, which is fine. I think you can mm. be forgiven for. Oh yeah, the dummy does some acts of vandalism. <laughs> basically, yeah. He takes a paintbrush. To, he's just trying to be creative, really. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think he was just trying to be, you know, I just I mean, want to express myself. Did he myself. vandalize or did he add to? It's whether or not I think he, do you I consider think, graffiti to be art? I think art is a very malleable subject, but I think graffiti is definitely a legitimate form of art. Hmm. I think, actually, all of his 
actions post this event where he just draws the family in front of the house mm. are purely motivated by the fact that they didn't like his drawing. It is he's just angry that they don't like his art. They didn't appreciate <laughs> him. And now he's just, all right, if I remember it correctly, the dad was pretty mad at that. I would like to pose a question. <laughs> For me, personally, when Slappy took that very skillfully done, almost photorealistic picture of the house drawn, <laughs> painted even by the daughter, and added a stick family on it. <laughs> For me, the that painting was, was improved. Thing. I yeah. got more joy out of mm. it mm. as a human being. I think also it spoke more volumes. You know, it, do you, people in do you yes. think that Slappy improved the painting? Well, it, it says a lot about you know you've got the perfect home and the imperfect family, or potentially um, a really really complicated like background, and then. People, which are the most complex things in the universe, exactly. just to stick people. Just, yeah, distilled into pure It's like the shape. reverse of what we think of. Mm, yeah. He's a genius. He is. <laughs> He's an un... Yeah. And, yeah. And geniuses always try to kill people. This is just a known fact. Uh, then we cut straight to the next show that the family was putting on. Mm. And it's not actually um, revealed how much time has passed, but I'm assuming it's the next day. Which means this is a daily event. See, that's that's the thing because we've had this issue in other episodes. Mm. If you if you might remember, we weren't entirely sure back in episode four mm-hmm. how long it had been since Lucy Dar had been to the library to talk to her monster. Oh, her yeah, her monster librarian. Yeah, back for the OG listeners. Like, <laughs> We, we only cater to the day ones. If you're not a day one, then uh, <laughs> unsubscribe. Stop. I keep, I keep, away the I keep asking people to unsubscribe. And also, I think... And that's true. It's, it's important to note, though, as well, when is this happening? Because if it's happening in a weekend, because the, it's daytime, let's not forget, and the two parents are home. We don't know where in the US they live. If they're it in a very northern daytime. state, yeah. Yeah. but I'm assuming they have work extends, unless they like. Well, we know that the mum is an estate agent, and we know that the dad has a job because yeah. the, he that's he's brought day stuff. He works so it has to be either the weekend or a holiday. I think it could be evening. I think it'd be after school. Yeah, if meta information about the show, a lot of it is filmed in um, Canada. either Canada mm. or. Like Washington, both fairly northern. Days can last longer in the summer months. We could just be reading too much into this and the fact that they just filmed it as soon as they It's yeah. just like, we're just going to film it now, we're not going to wait. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's that. Yeah, that... They, they may have only had the parents for one day of filming because mm. they're, we, we they're more likely to be professional actors. Exactly. I think I know the mum from something. Hmm. Probably, yeah. The, this episode... Definitely know the dummy from something. I've, I've seen him before. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that dummy. He's a... He's a, he's a big name in the industry. <laughs> so yeah, that's where we got up to. With good old dad saying... It's, ama- it's amazing you managed yeah. to get that done in a few minutes when we took a long, <laughs> a long time. Is anyway. your eighth one today? It would appear so... This is my favourite bit now, we're coming up to. Are we? Is it? Yeah. 
Like where the dummy starts bad mouthing. What a concept! <laughs> the, the idea that you've got a dummy on your hand and it's doing all the talking and it's saying awful things and you. Isn't that quite a popular bit with puppets? Like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, but the fact that you have no control over it, yeah, everyone's yeah. going, how are you saying these terrible things? It's like, I'm not saying it! <laughs> yeah, but you are. It's, it's just very clever. That's that's the cleverest <laughs> bit, I think. I think that is a very, uh, that is the, the popular route to take whilst mm. talking about um, dummies who talk for themselves, is the shifting of blame yeah. for stuff said. Kind of Ahmed the Dead terroristy. Yeah, mm. yeah. It's like, oh, well, it's it's not me. It's the dummy. Yeah, like he's talking about his own culture and religion. It's like, but you you made that all up mm. entirely. That's the whole thing with dummies, isn't it? That or puppets, as I much prefer to call them, puppets is that the whole like the whole humour comes from the fact that they can get away with saying stuff that you couldn't as a human person because they've got their own personalities. <laughs> They're always saying terrible stuff, aren't they? Yeah. Puppets. Some highlights from Slappy include your mum's fat and I hate her uh, your brother's an idiot and don't remember the ones about the dad because they were born that's one thing like I'm surprised you heard what he was saying his voice was unintelligible to me that's probably because I'm extremely wasted right now but like I half the time I couldn't hear it was me yeah he's got me. a bit of like Luigi's voice that's what yeah, it is yeah it's like if Disney made Waluigi yeah it's a very specific sort of 1920s voice. Isn't yeah. It? It is the jester. The, uh... <laughs> you should understand, listeners, he's got such a solemnity in his eyes as he's saying this. It's just, <laughs> this is really important that we understand. It's not, it's not important. Just... Just... <laughs> the archetypal role of the jest. <laughs> I'm just trying to after I got to a point where I can only speak in terms of archetypes <laughs> instead of like specifics. <laughs> you, you are kind of right. Like he, he speaks real anachronistically. Mm. He speaks like a 1920s dude making the jokes. Mm. Making the funny. He's, he's like that character who's like, see? Got yeah. You see? It's all this way. See? That, that sort of thing. I have no idea what's yeah. going on. I, they say C a lot. Okay. <laughs> that, that's all I know about that sort of accent. He's got like a, a suit on with a red cummerbund and a red bow tie. He's a dapper chap. Like, he's, he's much better dressed than the other dummy. Oh, I feel like it's not meant to be. that we have he's the not. context that George is not necessarily considered to have the most normal fashion <laughs> sense. <laughs> I'm wearing a paisley shirt right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's three o'clock in the morning. So. I mean, yeah. I wore this to work. Is this smart enough for work? No one can see this, but no, this is rubbish. He's wearing, he's he's wearing rubbish a paisley shirt. shirt. Anyhow, <laughs> it looks like your grandmother's tablecloth. <laughs> the puppet is mean to the family members. Yes. He is. He says, "Your little brother. He's such a bogey brain. Mm. If." He wanted to make an eggplant. He'd bury a chicken. I, I don't get funny. that joke. I think that was great. <laughs> I'm sorry. George is such a bogey brain. He doesn't even understand. You're such a booger brain. You don't even get. Because, I don't get like, it. Can someone please explain it to me? Eggplant. Eggplant. Oh! <laughs> was that really what it took? <laughs> was that really what was what was needed to get you on board? <laughs> With the idea of planting I get it, cause a egg, chicken. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. fucking Christ. I know if I didn't get it, there would be some other people out there. 
You're the listener who's not gonna I'm your get one it. Listener. You are you're you are the guy. You're the one guy who emails in and says, What are you talking about? It's you. It's you, like, Thank you for asking the the stupid questions yeah. because we know other people were feeling uncomfortable too, even though it was just you. Anyway, the puppet says Brother is stupid, mum is fat, dad is untalented. What about Sarah? Does Sarah get a... I think it likes Sarah. A little jape. A little... <laughs> I don't think he does. And she, and anyway, Amy's like, get this puppet off of my hand. It is speaking. But it won't let her go. So presumably he's clenching <laughs> as hard just, as he can. I just re- this is the sex tape point. No, no. <laughs> Eventually the puppet comes off. Yes. And the family are like, yo, um, this is weird. You're so mean. Yeah. It's odd that you said all of those things yeah. under the guise of being somebody else. <laughs> Maybe we should address that. <laughs> and she's like, no, it's the puppet. I promise it is. <laughs> and I do appreciate the show here because there is an air of deniability in a way because obviously it like the motivations of every character in here are naturally in conflict like the parents wouldn't believe the child that my puppet is doing a bad thing is like a legitimate excuse (laughs) (laughs) just remember the bit from later (laughs) (laughs) anyway they're like go to bed without supper you terrible child Mm. shoo yeah go to bed in the middle of the day go away (laughs) Read some books. And take the dummy with you. Which I find odd, because that is clearly the source of the problem. I don't know. You've been spending too much time with this dummy. She needs to spend a moment with the dummy so that she can decide the next day the resolution to the Margot-Amy storyline is that Amy later tries to say hi to Margot Mm -hmm. and Margot has a group of friends and they all walk away from Amy as if they don't like her. And that's the last you see of the Margot-Amy It's cold and it's classic. That's the classic start. Always when you fell out with somebody, they would suddenly have a big posse who would all ignore you. Yeah. They've turned everyone against you. Oh, they've turned them against me. The most classic primary school line. Yeah, and the main reason for the resentment. Insane that people on reality shows still use that kind of terminology. Yeah, sad. Mm. But that's probably why they're on the reality show to begin with. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Anywho, so Margot and her little sister run out because that was fucking weird what just happened. Mum's like, come on, Amy, what is what is this this is not acceptable it's not okay stay in your room until dinner have a think please let us know which is nice to mm. hear yeah they're good parents i'll give them that they're supportive parents yes mm. so. and then we've got the street moment i think oh is the street moment yeah so, so oh i suppose it showed the purpose that she's gone outside with i mean if you'd like dummy. to describe the street moment like <laughs> the scene and then elaborate on it that would be appreciated yeah. so they go out she, well she goes out with the dummy which i think is prime time for the dummy to have a with the freedom and cause as much havoc as he <laughs> likes you know why no we've got the guitar to be broken first i thought that That's happened later. after yeah that happened. okay yeah that yeah they are consecutive scenes but the other way around okay cool so they're outside 
And then we have the it moment, <laughs> where she basically chucks this dummy down a very large drain. <laughs> yeah, like we, for those of you in the US, we do not have those drains. Yeah, they country. look like dangerous. It's so ones. weird to me to see that there's just like big holes in your street. Everything's where just bigger in America. <laughs> You'd think there'd be bars across it or something. Yeah. Like a, like a, yeah. That is something when watching it in this country that yeah. really strikes British citizens yeah. is that you could just fit a kid down yeah. there. Mm-hmm. I always assumed that was just a horror film thing. Do they actually exist? Yeah. Well, yeah, it, that, it's in Goosebumps as well. Like it's <laughs> Basically, we have um, we have grates at certain points in streets mm-hmm. that go into the sewage system. You guys have like holes <laughs> on the side <laughs> of your pavements. Sidewalk. 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 <laughs> you have holes in the side of your sidewalk that, like, a human being could, f- like, feasibly fit down. It's it's terrifying. It's very the odd. The amount of junk that must get un- under there as well. Like, I would also worry about stuff coming out all the yes. time. I'd, I'd feel odd about being so aware that I was standing on top of nothing. Yeah, I wouldn't like that at all. As someone who gets anxiety over that kind of thing i would not be able to go outside like it's not it's never apparent on british streets that you're not standing on solid ground no because you are still standing on solid ground yeah yeah like that it goes quite a bit i lower, need it our... no i need it <laughs> standing on solid ground completely all the way down to the core so where does this guitar thing happen i'm so confused like just, like next scene. like next no, but he's now down in the drain Buddy. yeah yeah the, and then we then Actually, there is a middle scene. There the middle is. scene yes. is the... it's them wiping up the freakishly small feet of the brother. Although oh, you didn't dude. get it, he didn't get it. What? He didn't get it. Let I'm me lost. explain I'm the lost. coming scene. I'm so tired. Sorry. Right. Basically, she goes home after dumping the puppet, <laughs> and she's in the kitchen like wiping the side down. And her older sister Sarah says, "So, so why did you actually do it?" And it's a very, I think it's a very classic, like sibling, sibling away from parents, yeah. like conversation. Like, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay, like I yeah. get that you did it. I'm not angry anymore. I just want to know, like, why, yeah. why this is going. I'm on. definitely gonna snitch yeah. on you if you confess. I, I mean, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. Katie would. Okay, well, it's, it's like a. <laughs> She'd kill so, me for saying that. I she wouldn't. I would. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Frankly, it feels more like a co-worker conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, main character only says, "If I told you, you'd never believe me." Which I think is like. Oh, that's true. That's that right. that tells us that she's come to accept that this is her. Life. Her lot in life. But she yeah. thinks she thinks it's over. She's dumped him. Yeah. But then camera pans <laughs> down. To what Sarah's sweeping, she's like, "Yeah, tell Jed to like wipe his feet or whatever," because there's these ominous, uh, murky footprints all the way around the house. And they're like, "What gets me?" Because they are the classic shoe prints mm-hmm. of your, but the classic <laughs> shoe prints of your are dress shoes. That is with a heel. Yeah, and he's wearing a suit. Why would, yeah, why would the brother, would the brother be wearing shoes? dress shoes and tracking them through the mud? To be fair, he does dress like Steve Jobs. This you both thing. get that it's not the brother, right? Yes, we get yeah, it. Okay. But she says it's the brother. She's mopping up the brother's she doesn't. Who pays attention to footsteps that much when you're cleaning them? Well, like, when those footprints are like 
the size of a small mouse and your brother is definitely not that freakishly small. Okay, I, I get the contrivance for the show, but as a comedic point on the side, I think it's weird. It would be weird to not notice that those shoe prints were dress shoes and very small. <laughs> And to assume they're the brothers. You're right. <laughs> I, will, I will allow it, but, I, but only because I want to move on. <laughs> well, we follow the shoe prints yeah. back we up to our room. Prints. And who should be there <gasps> but Slappy. Slappy. <laughs> Slappy's back. Who weirdly back never slaps up. anyone. Honestly, I have... That is... Yes. Why call it Slappy if it doesn't slap anyone once in the whole show? Yeah. It's Chekhov's name. Wacky is a better name because he does actually try to do that at one point. <laughs> I, do, I do like Chekhov's name. That was good. Anyway. It's like when people used to call me Roasty G. Do you remember that? I one that. person used to call Three. me Three. Three people called me no, Roasty G. No, one person called you Roasty On G. Regular. Two people copied him. Copied, yeah. I'm taking it. Oh, that's how nicknames start. Yeah. Three people regularly, and I feel like you must have used it once or twice. I'm never calling time. you Roasty I've G. I've never you seen call I didn't know you were called that. I call you Gemma Wait, Louise. Oh, yeah, you hadn't joined uni. No, sorry. Christ, was that before you Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Wait, we did, did we do two years before you showed up? We so. must have done. Yeah, Jesus oh Christ. God. Sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, that makes sense. I am two years older than you. No, but I remember checking his age when he showed up. I was like, it's okay. I looked on the database, checked him out, background check. Facebook, man. It's like, it's okay, he's only one year younger than us. One year younger than me. Anywho. Yes. Chappy. This is the Chappy? What do you mean? Oh, Slappy. Uh, he was just wearing trousers. You were thinking of Chappy. I was thinking of Chappy the film. Wait, what's Chappy? Chappy's a dummy horror film. I thought it was Chucky. No, yeah, Chappie's the robot, robot isn't it? Chappie's the robot, Chucky's the light, lightning round. Yeah, lightning yeah. round, who's in the bedroom? Slappy. Slappy's Slappy in the bedroom. There and What's he like, saying? <gasps> he says, I control you, you are now my son. No, 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 we're not there yet. We haven't done the guitar slap. <laughs> yes. Slappy is back in the house. Slappy is about to... <laughs> He's about to finally thing. slap someone. He's about to finally slap someone. But first he must tickle. He tickles the strings. <laughs> he does tickle he the strings. It's the middle of the night. Mum and Dad are asleep in front yes. of the TV. Which is odd, yeah. actually, frankly. Well, it's odd in the way that they're sitting, which is still bolt straight upright. Like, the second I get sleepy on a, mm. a, if we watch a film late or whatever, I'm lying down. I don't care. Like, yeah, you sit straight upright. Like, if mum and dad were spooning upon but also, the sofa, <laughs> I'd be more... Also, I'm just going to say this. If we're doing this by the logic that the days chronologically have been weekend, weekend, weekday, 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 we're now on a weekday, and they've fallen in front of the TV. <laughs> That's fine. That's not fine. That's not good. They're going to be tired in the morning. Unless she's an estate agent, she works weekends, not some weekdays. Well, if she works weekends, then how will she supposed to be there for family not all weekends? Sometimes. People don't have to work Monday to Friday. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, mum and dad are asleep in front of the TV. The TV's got static on because it's the 90s. Yes. And then and it's doing that weird thing. starts moving up. Yes. Them. He, he starts molesting the guitar. He tickles the guitar. He tickles the guitar. He picks it up. But who's heard this? Amy. Amy. Who's got bad hearing? Him. She's onto him like a. Only Amy hears this, and I she... think it's because 
For reasons that will be revealed later, she has a special link for a dummy. It's probably because she said his magic secret spell or something. Mm. It's probably because yeah, like, he's missing from her room and she's like, yo, where is it? Rather than she's heard the guitar. It's like she's really wary of Slappy <laughs> and then she kind of like, looks into the corner, sees Slappy's gone and becomes agitated. But no, because she put Slappy in the drain. She thinks Slappy's no, in the No, she knows. Upstairs. She she she's seen the oh you're right you've got this backwards yes but, this but is saying <laughs> we're restructuring it such that it makes more sense. <laughs> I don't think it'll make more sense this way. Definitely not make more sense this way. Delete everything we just said. Yes, this is what she I was goes saying. Back upstairs and Slappy is in the bedroom. Oh no! And Sla- she goes up. She follows the footsteps and mm. here they go up towards her bed oh, and she's like, God, what the. F- what's going on <laughs> oh it's the boy the it's door the slams <laughs> and behind her standing in front of the door is slappy standing hey. is on two feet fully cognizant fully ready to take her on it's night time his power is at its fullest <laughs> and then he's like I own you you're my slave, bitch. He says, yes. you and I are one. We're a double act now. You said the words when you opened my case. Yeah. Which but I think is a bit he, of a euphemism for something. He makes the two <laughs> statements, you and I are one. Yeah. And I am in control of you. Which makes me think, <clears throat> or made me think, that it was going to take a turn in which he would start controlling her. Yes. Which I think that would have been a very good thing to explore. But they didn't have time. I thought that would have been fun also, but I think the concept as well is very interesting. Yes. You and I are together, but also I own you is vaguely contradictory. It's like he's acknowledged the relationship between them, but then chosen to deny the fact that they are part of one object. Mm. And that he has put himself in the Yeah, I think the whole I own you thing is actually just big talk because what immediately happens is she knocks him to the ground and lies on top of him, clearly showing that she has full control of the situation. But even then, what I really like about this was like, they'll never believe you. They'll think you're crazy. They're going to send you away. I think that's way spookier than he's, like, he's yeah, but then like again, it, it, again part. though, it's contradicted because then the sister comes in and he completely goes against this rule mm. and acts fully like but they a- animated. Both, I mean, he's just he's got cocky now. They could both be crazy. He's going to convince everyone that they're mental. See, that's it. I feel like that's that is this is the moment, and it, we're like eighteen minutes in here, like most <laughs> of the episode in. <laughs> where they could have made something more of the source material. Yes. I I kind of agree with George. I feel like the fact that he threatens the gaslighting and there's no... Mm. um, There's no rest time. It's not like she has to go with him for a while. She immediately finds a sister who believes Mm. her and he has to reveal himself because it's the climax. I, I think the writers had so many ideas for where to go. Well, they were, what they were doing was ideas. adapting a yeah. book. But when it came down to the final cut, yeah. they were just like, no, 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 no. We're just going to have to shave it because... So anyway, Sarah and Amy both know now. 
they, they both run know. and run and run and lock themselves in the bathroom. They do. And there's spooky shadows outside on the door. And he's knocking on the door, knocking on the door, it's and like, they're like, shit, 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 shit. Let me in. However, he leaves, and they're like, oh, thank God. And then, beat. Jed! Jed! You went to do that at the same time as me. And I'm disrespectful. Ah! He's going to save our baby brother. And they do. They run out to go and make sure Jed's okay. But they don't find him? But they don't find they him. They have to go downstairs now. Mm. They find... And Jed was filming it the whole time. <laughs> no, not this time. They find Slappy with a knife in front of... The knife? He's doing something in front of the fireplace. I thought he had a knife. I thought he was tickling the guitar. I thought he had a... No, this is... You've lost this point. I know well, I've Okay, lost. like, straight up, we have we lost have the scene where... The guitar happens. Where Slappy tries to hit. I'll tell Tony's you when it happens. With the guitar. That's yeah. the last scene. No, it's no, not. It's, it's not. not. The last scene is when the parents come home and they're like, "It was all true." Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. but so the scene with the guitar happened when they scared off the friends, and then it happened after yeah, that. We, and we... then she goes outside and dumps. Yeah, we've organised this episode poorly. That's because we're all three of us drunk. Mm. Dude, it's four in the morning. Uh, yeah, um, I've <laughs> messed up the chi. I'm sorry. No, we no, no, no. But then he recuts it and it's yeah. fine. We watched it again as well. <laughs> no, this is going to be cut because we... This is the most research you've done. We us. phrased it apologetically, so like it's going to be phrased <laughs> in the in the apologetic way. So, man, I really like that scene where she fucking decks that puppet. I love it. So <laughs> there's the they find Slappy standing on the table. Isn't it the chandelier? He's on the chandelier. Yes. And he's ready to do something. So he drops down onto the table of the living room, and he's about to do something. What's he about to do? Did he have a pipe in his hand? I remember a pipe. No, and know. he is suddenly knocked down. Yeah, something happens. The brother is responsible. That's all I have. I'm sorry. It's the brother. I think the brother. That's the thing. Like this... he's he's standing there menacingly, about to hurt Amy and Sarah, and something happens to him that knocks him down, such that his head breaks. Yeah, no, yeah, something it's happens. A porcelain it's unclear. Smash and. Fart oh, gas yeah. escapes from his I head. I figured it out. Yeah. Anyway, let's go. So yeah, and, and some gas so all of the, comes out. All the fart gas leaves his head. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> and it goes yeah. away. There, that was easy. We're out of the woods like, now. And like Slappy's dead. He's gone. And the kids are like, shit. Thank you, Jed. Mm. And Jed comes Jed's... from behind some bushes or yeah. what was happening. I was filming the neighbours. I was I was just like <laughs> filming weird shit that I like to show in front of people. What happened? <laughs> and they're like, like, but if you're there, then that and the means... parents come home also. Yes, the parents are here. <laughs> and so like, Jed, oh. the parent, the entire family is there, and Amy and Sarah are like, God, the puppet was yeah, real. It's all Jed real. saved us. Jed's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> the parents are like, who 
what? And they look around and mm. see... The big reveal. The big reveal. It's, it is. It's Dennis. It's Dennis. With the weirdest voice. He talks like Goofy. Dennis is the other puppet, it's by the way. It's good to be back in the family. He's not exaggerating. That's, that is, that is that's an accurate representation of what happened. Honestly. I'm so glad we have a voice actor this season. <laughs> season? Episode? Whatever. Dennis is the original puppet whose head fell off at the right start. Yeah. And then we replaced with Chucky. Slappy. Chucky. Yeah. And he yeah. just mm. murdered him. Slappy converted him. He kills like jealous. Slappy. And the family. It's like when your cat murders your baby. But I think, I think Dennis is actually a good guy. He's creepy as fuck, but I think he's a good guy. He killed Slappy because Slappy harmed him when he pushed off the (laughs) chair. And he saved the kids. I don't think that was his And he wanted to be back in the family. I think he wanted to to run the family again. Prove that he, he had worth. Just as Slappy was a failed artist. Dennis was a failed family member. <laughs> that's that's the thing, right? Because like I struggle to figure out what the significance of mm. Dennis sounding like Goofy <laughs> is. Like it's a critique he, of Disney. <laughs> I think it's that he's meant to be like a local, homegrown, yeah. like he's been with you all this time, puppet. Do you think Slappy was trying to get at Dad this whole time? What did he want from Dad? He wanted to be the man of the family. Wait, no, he wasn't alive till she read out the words. Mm -hmm. So if you say the words backwards, do you reverse the spell? (laughs) You're a genius, but no, I don't think that's how magic works. (laughs) Anywho, we've been recording for a long time. Yes, we have. It's been about three hours. Yeah. Um, (laughs) What did we think of the episode? I liked it. I liked it, but then again, that's the first time I've ever seen a Goosebumps episode. And you liked it. I yeah, have lost respect Because I was you. with my friends, and Aww. it was fun. Okay, let's disregard George's opinion, because, <laughs> he's frankly, blind. he's a fan of this show. Yeah, and... it's more the setting. Yeah. Uh, I think if I sat down and watched it on my own, I'd be very thoroughly disappointed. Yeah. Um, my opinions on those ep- that episode was largely... Gordon, to be honest, I didn't, that was not, I wasn't angry with that one, but I felt nothing, I felt nothing about it, like, it, it didn't really signify much for me, I'm afraid, but I did enjoy the whole stupidness of George showing up at, like, 2am, because he decided to come here from Guildford in an Uber, that added to the experience for me. I mean, that, that made this my favourite episode to report so far, frankly. <laughs> I'm glad I could do that for you. What did you think about it, George? I thought the whole thing has been just very fun. So, (laughs) yeah. So we hope you enjoyed it too and you found it very fun. People that know us and people that listen. Yeah. Tune in next week for something different. (laughs) But still goosebumps on the goose thump. Good night.